I'm so excited about today's episode. I love talking about pretty but useless websites. It's such a passion of mine. This is something I'm seeing more and more. And this came up again for me last week when I was conducting homepage audits. So today on this episode, I really wanted to go over what makes a pretty but useless website so you can easily identify if this is something your website is guilty of. Let's jump right in. Hi, I'm Isabel Kateman, and I own Stripe Dog Creative. We build beautiful brands and highly strategic websites for six-figure online service providers and course creators looking to reach seven figures and beyond. I'm excited to have you here for the Mind Reading Marketing Podcast, where we let go of the bullshit and deliver valuable information quickly. From practical marketing strategy to self-care for CEOs, tune in each week to go deep on one specific topic and get actionable advice you can use to grow your business even further. Let's jump in. Okay, so I'm so passionate about pretty but useless websites because this is actually something that I realized I had. I was a wedding planner. This is back in 2018. And I was driving up somewhere in the middle of California, like three or four hours north of Los Angeles. And there was actually an exact moment when I realized that I hated being a wedding planner and my website was absolutely useless. And this was sort of the epiphany when I realized this was what I wanted to do. So I was a wedding planner. I was literally driving up to see a venue for one of my clients. We were doing a walkthrough and I was doing this drive alone and I had this long drive to sort of sit and contemplate. And I thought to myself, I think it was like the middle of the week, like Tuesday or Wednesday. And I thought to myself, like, this should be the greatest feeling in the world, right? Like the fact that I have a client, the fact that it's a Tuesday or Wednesday and I'm not sitting in an office, I'm driving through these like beautiful fields up to this gorgeous venue And this should be absolutely perfect. And I realized in that moment that I was actually miserable. I realized that I was doing everything wrong that I could possibly do as a business owner. Another story for another day. But, you know, typical things like not setting boundaries and not charging enough and not having systems and processes in place. But what I also realized was I kept attracting the wrong types of clients and I couldn't figure out why I kept attracting the wrong types of clients, especially because A month or two earlier, I had spent thousands of dollars with a graphic designer who had created the most gorgeous website for me. And when I say the most gorgeous website, I'm not exaggerating. Like I personally was so obsessed with it that every single day I would spend like five or 10 minutes just looking at my new brand and my new website because I was so excited by how beautiful it was. But I kept attracting the wrong types of clients. I kept getting people who I felt like weren't reading my website. I kept getting people who I felt like weren't the right types of clients that I was trying to go for. And I was really confused because I thought that having this new beautiful website was going to solve all of my problems. I had done my own website previously. I thought that it was fine, but not great. And I was like, okay, you know, I'm going to bring in a graphic designer, pay them thousands of dollars. It's time to outsource this. I'm obviously missing something. So let me pay for this beautiful website. And it looked stunning. And yet nothing changed in my business. And I couldn't figure out why. And it was on this drive up to this wedding venue that I realized that I had all of this marketing and strategy knowledge from my days working in advertising agencies that I wasn't utilizing in my own business. And it just sort of hit me that I had the ability to create the same types of strategies that I had created for brands like Phantom of the Opera or KitchenAid or OxyClean. And I wasn't using those in my business. I was really just thinking like, oh, a prettier website 
is going to be the solution. And so why do I need to use any of my strategy knowledge or any of my copywriting knowledge, my journalism background? And I just realized I hadn't used any of it on my website. And that's when I had this epiphany that I didn't actually see anyone when I was looking for a website designer talking about strategy or copywriting. They were all just talking about how beautiful it was going to look, how you know pretty it was going to be, how aligned my branding was going to be, how amazing my new logo was going to be. And there was all this talk and all of this attention on the visual, the graphic design aspect, and almost no attention on the strategy and the copywriting. And that's when I realized that I was making so many strategic and copywriting mistakes on my current website. And that is why it hadn't changed my business. And on this drive, I also realized that I just didn't want to be a wedding planner anymore. And this wasn't what I was passionate about. And that I'd actually rather fill this hole, this niche in website design to come up with strategic and emotionally connected copy for website design, along with, of course, beautiful graphics. And that's when I realized that this is what I wanted to do. And so I completely shifted my business. And now I've been doing this for two and a half years and I absolutely love it. I'm obsessed with it. And now I help people create highly strategic and beautiful websites. And so today I really want to talk about my realizations in what I realized was my own pretty but useless website. So when I talk about pretty but useless websites, there's a few things that go into it, but they really all stem from stuff beyond the design. So of course you want your design to be beautiful. That's sort of a given. That's not what I want to focus on here. What I really want to focus on is the strategy and the copywriting, the stuff that's really the foundation and should really be done before you even begin to think about the design. So when I work with clients for my seven-figure website service, the design is the last part that comes after we've done the entire strategy. So the first thing that I was doing wrong on my website and that I see in so many pretty but useless websites is I wasn't speaking to anyone in particular. I wasn't using specific detailed examples. I was speaking in very generic terms. I was trying to appeal to as many people as I possibly could And when you do this, this really isn't then going to appeal to anybody because nobody is able to come to your site as a specific person and read something and think she's speaking directly to me. Instead, they don't get that emotional connection. As we know, people buy on emotion based on logic. We like to think we buy based on logic. We like to think that we reason things out, but we're actually buying based on how we make people feel. And so if you're trying to speak to everyone, you're not making any particular group of people feel anything. Instead, you're letting people rely on their logic to make decisions because, you know, if it's you versus another competitor and they're not feeling anything from either one, guess what they're going to look at? Price. And this was what was happening to me when I was a wedding planner and had a pretty but useless website. The second thing is it's either entirely lacking calls to action, CTAs, which are, you know, buttons or call outs to get people to take an action on your site. And this wasn't the problem that I was having on my website, but the problem I was having is the other problem with CTAs where they were all pointing in different directions. So as people would scroll down my page, I was encouraging them to visit my Instagram and then I was directing them to a freebie I wanted them to download. And then I wanted them to visit my portfolio. And then I wanted them to jump over to the blog because my thought at the time when I wasn't thinking strategically about it was I'll just sort of throw as many things as I can possibly throw at them. 
And they'll see that I have all of these different amazing resources and they'll see all of these different things that I'm doing and that'll convince them to work with me. Nope, that's not how it works. And from a strategy perspective, that's pretty freaking obvious when you take a step back. And so this is not only really confusing for visitors, but it's costing you clients. Obviously, it was costing me clients in my wedding planning business. You want to make it as easy and as simple for a client to work with you as possible. Confused clients don't buy. So you really want to make sure that you're taking the consumer journey into account, which I wasn't on my previous website, because you're leaving your consumers either confused because information is out of order, or you're sending them to so many different places that they don't know what to do and they never make it back. So you really want to simplify. You really want to handhold them through the entire process. You really want to tell them exactly the actions that you want them to take, and you want to make it as easy for them as possible. The third thing that I was doing was that I didn't have any process or framework. I had no repeatable pattern or process for how I was going to work with different clients. I actually had a client recently with a a website design project that had 12 different packages. I'm not kidding. She literally had 12 different packages. And the problem is she was going back to almost that generic thing, right? I want to make sure that I have something for everyone. But the problem is when you have something for everyone, you really have something for no one. What people want is they want you as the expert. They want you to say, here is exactly what works. Here is my exact process that I use with clients. Here is exactly why I do it. And this is why it's going to get you results. And so when you have a ton of different packages and you're trying to appeal to all of these people, people don't know what they need. People don't know which package to choose. And this is something I really, really work with my clients on now in my seven-figure website. It's a huge part of the strategy is actually looking at their packages. I think that I'd say like probably 80% of my clients, I change the package that or change their packages in some way because this is so important in you standing as the CEO, you standing as the expert in your in your vertical and in your business and telling people this is what you need to get the results that you're looking for. The other thing that I wasn't doing is I didn't have any integrations. So nothing was automated on my site. So it was really hard for people to get in touch with me. I did have a contact form that people could fill out, but nothing sort of bounced back in terms of an email, you know, thanking people for reaching out to me, letting them know how much time I'd get back to them. Yes, it was all on the website in the contact form. But again, this is just another step that you can take to make people feel really supported and excited to work with you. And the more integrated and automated it is, the easier it is for your client, the more professional you look, but also the easier easier is for you. So I was doing everything manually. An email would come in and then I'd have to manually add them to some spreadsheet because I didn't have a CRM. And it was just, it's just overly complicated. And it really, sometimes you really do have to spend money to make money. And the more that you have these systems and these processes in place, the more your clients are going to see you as that expert and the more willing and excited they're going to be to work with you. Then The other thing that I was doing is my tone was all over the place. So because I was trying to appeal to everyone, I wasn't really giving a clear sense of who I was. I was really shying away from my personality and shying away from sort of turning anyone off. I was so afraid to turn anyone off that I really wasn't lighting anybody up. So this sort of goes back to what I was saying of speaking to everyone, but really kind of standing even more and thinking about like what your brand tone is, what your tone is going to be, that brand personality you want to come out. This is really part of the strategy. And it's so important because we really actually want to turn the wrong people off. 
it's really important that we're turning the wrong people off because you don't want to work with everyone. You don't want to appeal to everyone. And so, for example, I'm a really fast talker. I have a very direct to the point New York energy and I curse sometimes. And in my wedding planning business, I never showed that side of me. And in this business, I completely lean into that side of me because there are lots of people who aren't going to like that. And that's okay. I don't want to work with those people. I don't want to work with people who need more handholding or who don't want to hear the truth or who are really indecisive and need a ton of fucking options and take forever to make a decision. Those are not the clients that I want to work with. I want to work with people who are really clear on what they want, where they want their business to go, and they trust me to get them there. And they appreciate my honesty and directness, and they put their faith in me to get the job done. Those are the clients that light me up. Those are the clients that I can help the most. And so it's really important that you lean into that. And this is all part of your brand strategy, because of course, you also need to validate that those clients are out there. If I had, you know, this type of personality, but I was trying to go for, you know, a client type that was really meek or was really soft or took forever to get decisions, obviously those two things are not matching up. So this all comes down to strategy, understanding your audience, and really making sure that you're being intentional with the way that your website is going to be set up and is going to function. Then the other thing that I was doing wrong, I did a lot of things wrong, was huge paragraphs of text without scannable headlines. So attention spans are so short these days that most people don't read websites in full unless they're really interested in working with you. Most people skim to get a quick gut reaction of whether they like you and want to invest more time. So if your headlines aren't scannable and the visitor doesn't understand what you do and how you can serve them and how you can help them super fucking quickly, they're leaving. This goes back to confused clients don't buy, frustrated clients don't buy. You want to make it as easy as possible. And another thing on this note of who you serve and how you serve them, websites that are pretty but useless will often either not have any sort of opening tagline or it will be the most generic thing in the world like wedding planning services for lovers. Thankfully, that was not mine, but mine was equally generic. That doesn't tell me anything. It tells me you're a wedding planner. Great. Lovers, anyone who's getting married should be a lover, quote unquote. So you really want to get clear on who you are, what you do, and who you serve, and you want it to be specific to the people that you're trying to reach. And then the last thing that I see with pretty but useless websites is that the copy doesn't paint a clear picture of what the person is going to get by working with them. I don't mean like a laundry list of what their service includes. A lot of pretty but useless websites have this where it's just like a long bullet pointed list. That's not what I mean. What I mean is the words on the page, the copy actually paint a physical picture that I'm able to picture very quickly when I'm reading the words. They're literally laying out a scenario of how you're going to feel you're excited, you're enticed to work with them. You can literally close your eyes and picture how you're going to feel and what your life is going to look like after working with them. So I know this was a very quick episode. We went very high level, but I didn't, you know, as you can tell, I didn't talk about fonts or colors or shapes or branding or logos or photos because this is so important when it comes to not having a pretty but useless website. Of course, all of those things matter, but you really need to have a strong foundational strategy before you even begin to think about those things because those things are all built out of the strategy. When they're instead built out of what you love or your favorite colors, you're not being strategic. You really want to make sure that you're appealing to your ideal consumers and you need to do that by having a strong 
foundation and strategy in place. You can paint your room your favorite colors, but don't make your website your favorite colors if that's not what's going to align with the strategy that you've put together, which should be based on your specific ideal clients. So if you want more support in this, I actually have a free framework, my seven-figure framework, which we'll link to in the show notes. This goes over the actual process that I use with my seven-figure website clients today. And then, of course, you can always apply to work with me if you're tired of trying to DIY your website and you're ready to have a team of expert strategists, copywriters, and designers come in and create an absolutely gorgeous and highly strategic new website for you so that you do not have a pretty but useless website. Until next time. Thanks so much for joining me for this episode of the Mind Reading Marketing Podcast with yours truly, Isabel Caitlin. If you love the show, I would appreciate it if you could leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. I love hearing from all of you. Share it with a friend, family, colleague, or anyone you know who may benefit from this episode. Remember, you can always find the links and resources mentioned in the show over at stripedogcreative.com. All right, that's it for today. See you next time.